Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight's video, uh, recording this on a Wednesday evening, January 12th. We're going to cover the wildcard weekend games here. We have six really good games here. I'm excited to cover all of these. We're going to kind of hop into a screen share and I will kind of just go. I think I'm going to start with some of the practice reports. We'll look at some of the start sit charts that I have here. You guys can use those for DFS or if you're in any kind of fantasy league, I guess, going into the playoffs here. Uh, but what we're going to do is uh, I, we're going to kind of just walk through each game. I did also post, uh, these are the fantasy points allowed stats. Uh, you can click into here and you can view all of them. But uh, I just eliminated eliminated all the teams that did not make the playoffs. So these are the 14 teams that are in the playoffs. The Chiefs, the Bengals, the Raiders, uh, and the Eagles allowing the most fantasy points per game here. So that's going to be interesting to watch. And then you can kind of filter through. Uh, and each tab here is labeled by position here. So the running backs, the Raiders, really good matchup for Joe Mixon in this one. I expect him to, to have a good game. Here are the QB numbers, uh, wide receiver and tight end as well. So if you're interested in those stats, please check that out. Uh, I also did put, uh, if you hover over the tab here too, you can hit click on fantasy points allowed and see the full year uh, for all the teams. But let's get into this one on Saturday afternoon, 3.30 p.m. Central Time. We're getting the Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored to win by uh, six, 49 and a half here. And I actually, when I looked at this, the line moved a little bit towards the Raiders here. So minus five and a half now for Cincinnati. Before I get into this, I did want to look at the practice reports because I saw Someone popped up. T. Higgins popped up with a limited today. He was full yesterday, limited today. Not sure what's up with that. Uh, otherwise, everything else looks really good here. You got Joe Burrow practicing in full. Uh, the only guy missing practice uh, was Josh Tupou, uh, Tupou. I don't know how to say his name, but doubtful with a knee. Not sure if that's a big deal here, but for the most part of it, it looks like Cincinnati is rolling into this one healthy. On the Raiders side real quick here, the only guy not practicing is Jonathan Hankins, uh, defensive tackle here. He's questionable at best right now uh, but everything else is looking really good Josh Jacobs getting some limited in here they're just kind of making sure he stays fresh uh, but uh, Darren Waller limited continues to practice with that knee injury so everything's looking good for both sides very excited about this game this game could go either way <clears throat> and as I said here uh, the Bengals five and a half point favorites right now 49 total implied uh, in this one so uh, how do we, you know, what do we do with this? I, I do think Joe Burrow, if I'm starting a quarterback in this game, I'd rather prefer Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Mixon, again, we talked about the fantasy points allowed to the running backs here. Let's actually click into some of these. So the Raiders are allowing the most fantasy points to the running back. And that's actually, uh, I think that's on the season here in PPR format. So that's a ton of rushing stats here. They've allowed 16 rushing touchdowns, seven receiving touchdowns to just running backs here. So that's a lot of fantasy points uh, up in the up in the air here. Uh, and then the Bengals, uh, they, they do rank ninth overall, but that's the fourth most in the playoff for, format team. So I do like Jacobs. I do like mixing both. Looking at the quarterback stats here, the, let's see, the Cincinnati Bengals rank 22nd and the Raiders, uh, where are the Raiders? They rank 12th. So it's kind of middle of the road. Uh, I'm going to take Joe Burrow here, though. He does have the better matchup, I think, opposed to Derek Carr. Now against the receivers, that's where the Raiders are actually pretty dang good. They rank 27th, which again, that's only about 30.26 points to the wide receivers. So you think about Higgins, Chase, and Tyler Boyd, you take that divided by three, that's all about 10 uh, fantasy points here. So not a huge, crazy game. Uh, I think expected for all three of them, but one or two of them could pop off. Uh, and then the Bengals is kind of middle of the road as well. Uh, still going to like Hunter Renfro in this one. And then uh, against tight end, both are really bad against the tight end. Uh, the Raiders have allowed 10 touchdowns. Uh, the Bengals have allowed eight. Bengals allowed 96 catches. 
Raiders 91. So both tight ends in a really good spot here. Darren Waller, of course, the guy that you're going to care about. Not sure I trust CJ Uzama. So I do think this one can be very fantasy friendly. This is kind of how I have it ranked here. Zay Jones has been playing well for the Raiders uh, the last month or so. So he's kind of a sneaky flex play if you want to play DFS. Uh, but I like this. This game is going to be really fun. I do think if the Raiders are throwing the football and having fun, uh, that's where they're, that's when they're dangerous. So I, I'm, I'm not going to count out the Raiders. I'm going to take Cincinnati to win, though. I think that's more fun uh, to see Joe Burrow at least advance at least one game. Uh, and it is at Cincinnati. So I'm going to go with the home team, Cincinnati. I think Burrow's going to have a good game. But uh, I just Joe Mixon, man, I, I just don't know how they're going to stop Joe Mixon. So we'll move on here to the Saturday night game, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Now, I did want to look up and see, um, did Cincinnati and did Cincinnati and the Raiders play each other earlier this year? They did, and Cincinnati killed them, 32-13. to 13. Now, in this game, Joe Burrow only won passing touchdown, 148 passing yards. It was Joe Mixon, 30 carries, 123 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Uh, he also... Um, nothing in the passing game really here, but Tyler Boyd, six for 49, Jamar Chase, three for 32 and a touchdown. T Higgins, nothing, two for 15. So not too long ago, these teams played and it was, it was not pretty. It looks like uh Derek Carr, one interception, nothing for Jacobs. Kenyon Drake was around, but Darren Waller did blow up seven for 116. So kind of like what we talked about there, there are some, some interesting pieces in this game. Now let's look at Buffalo in new England. This is the nightcap on Saturday evening. Uh, again, these two teams being divisional rivals, they've played twice. Uh, Buffalo lost the first matchup, 14 to 10. That was the win game uh, where the, the Patriots were, uh, threw the ball uh, just three times in that game. And then they did beat them most recently here, 33 to 21. I think this was like week 15 or 16. Looking at the box score, Josh Allen, 314 yards and three passing touchdowns, 64 yards rushing on the ground for Josh Allen. Devin Singletary was able to find a touchdown even. Uh, and then Isaiah McKenzie, that was his big day. 11 for 125 and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, 7 for 85 and a touchdown. Uh, the Patriots do a really good job limiting tight ends. So Dawson Knox, uh, only 2 for 11 and a touchdown. At least he got the touchdown. But I think you're going to probably be looking at Stephon Diggs uh, and some of these other receivers here. On the Patriots side, Mac Jones, two interceptions. Damian Harris still ran for 100 yards, so that's good. And Jacoby Myers had himself a nice floor game. So we'll take that into account here. Um, but just looking at uh, things right now, it looks like Buffalo favored to win. Uh, they moved it to, to minus four here, 44-point total. Uh, so it's going to be probably the lowest-scoring game of the weekend. And let's check out these practice reports real quick for both teams. New England, uh, the only guy not practicing, linebacker Jamie Collins. Uh, nobody's been ruled out. You see a lot of questionables here. Isaiah Wynn not practicing here with that hip injury, but everybody else is limited, so I'm not too concerned uh, right now. Let's go ahead and look at uh, where's Buff. So Buffalo, really nice list here. They only got Emmanuel Sanders, and he's practicing in full. Cole Beasley with the non-injury, so we'll see if he can play. Uh, and then F.A. Obata, full practice here. So Buffalo is looking good. Now, for fantasy, I, again, I really do like the, the – I think I like Buffalo in this one, but I'm not going to be surprised if New England puts up a fight. But let's just look at the fantasy points allowed again. To running back, um, the Bills are one of the best teams. They rank down here at 28th. The New England Patriots kind of middle of the road, so I, I guess it's an advantage for Buffalo to be able to run the ball. I just don't know if I like Devin Singletary that much. Again, when they get close, Josh Allen finds the, the end zone usually, so you're, you're banking and praying for a Singletary touchdown. Uh, but Damien Harris, 
Again, that last game, he still ran for 100 yards. So I think you're going to probably trust Damian Harris in this one. The quarterback points here, these two teams were fantastic against QB. Buffalo, 31st. New England, 30th. So it is not a good recommendation for Matt Jones at all. You're going to go with Josh Allen for sure. He's the guy you prefer. I think if you're playing a Saturday game, though, I'm probably going to go with Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. Those would be the two. And I would rank them probably uh, maybe Burrow, Allen, I might even put Allen number one. I'll go Allen, Burrow, uh, Carr, and Mac Jones well at the bottom. Uh, against the wide receivers, again, both teams, 30 and 31st. So not a lot of receiver points being allowed in this one. And then the tight ends, New England 31st, Buffalo 28. So for fantasy points, it's kind of like a look away kind of thing. Uh, I do think this could be a, a kind of a rock fight type game. But uh, I still think Josh Allen is a top quarterback option this week. Devin Singletary, Stephon Diggs. Knox is interesting, uh, but he's very boom bust for a touchdown. I think if you're going to pick a tight end for the day, you almost just have to lock in Darren Waller and build your lineup from there. Uh, but Gabe Davis, interesting guy. Cole Beasley, interesting guy. And Emmanuel Sanders, if he plays, that's going to take some snaps out of these guys' plate. So uh, we need to wait and see for that. If Sanders plays, I'm probably just going to bank on Stephon Diggs being the guy. I'll start the Buffalo defense. Again, it's a home game. It's a low point total. Uh, rookie quarterback, we'll see. The only guys I really care about for the Patriots are Damian Harris as a running back, too. And Jacoby Myers just for his nice, safe floor. He's probably at a cheap price. Hunter Henry's an interesting sleeper. But again, these two teams are very, very good against tight ends. So uh, we'll move over here to the Sunday noon game, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Uh, let's look. Tampa Bay, eight and a half point favorites, 46 total implied in this one. Let's double check the reports. I did see Jalen Hurts was a full practice today. Um, Lane Johnson not practicing, Josh Sweat not practicing here with an illness. We'll see about him. Uh, but otherwise, it looks okay. Lane Johnson, though, not practicing. Uh, but all of their, their fantasy pieces look good to go. Miles Sanders limited, so they might even get him back, which would be a nice boost. And Tampa Bay, real quick, they have a handful of guys here. Ronald Jones not practicing. He's listed as doubtful with an ankle. Now, the big one, uh, and I don't see him listed here, but it's Leonard Fournette. There's a, they're holding out hope that Leonard Fournette can play. Mike Evans limited with a hamstring injury here. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, full practice, so good to go. He could be the starting running back at worst-case scenario. Uh, but we have to monitor this. Ronald Jones, again, doubtful. We'll see if Leonard Fournette can play. If Leonard Fournette plays, I, I really like Leonard Fournette. And I believe these two teams played each other on a Thursday night. Not too long ago. Let me pull up my schedule here. And let's take a peek at that game from earlier in the season. Um, where is that game? That was earlier in the season. Tampa Bay 28, Philly 22. So they made it competitive at the end of the game. Tom Brady, two touchdowns, one interception. Leonard Fournette, 81 yards and two rushing touchdowns. This was kind of the breakthrough for him. Antonio Brown went nuts, 9 for 93 and a touchdown. O.J. Howard, 6 for 49 and a touchdown. Uh, so I'm, I'm really going to like Rob Gronkowski. The Eagles are one of the worst teams against tight end. Leonard Fournette was a beast in the passing game. Evans and Godwin were kind of limited here. On the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts, wildly inefficient, 12 of 26 as the passer, but he gets a touchdown and interception. Uh, 56 yards on the ground for Miles Sanders is a pretty nice output from nine carries. Jalen Hurts adds 44. Nothing really happening here. That was Zach Ertz's last game as an Eagle, if you guys remember that. So uh, not too much. We can. I don't think we can learn too much from this game. Um, but how do I rank these guys? So Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, I'm, I would rather have, I think, Tom Brady going up against Philly. But Hurts could be pesky. Again, he could run for a touchdown or throw one or two as well. Uh, but I think you're going to want to be on the Tampa Bay side. So Tom Brady, 
I'd rather have him over Hertz. Leonard Fournette, if Leonard Fournette plays, he's a top five running back this weekend. Uh, Mike Evans is interesting. He's going to probably get the Darius Slate treatment. I think if I'm playing a Tampa Bay pass catcher, you're going to want Rob Gronkowski. And it's it's to me, it's not even close. If you're playing a, a Sunday lineup um, <clears throat> against the tight end, the Eagles were dead last. They were the worst team against tight end. They allowed a 106 catches. Uh, over 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. They were like, cleared away like the worst team against tight end. Their linebackers really struggled here. So advantage Gronk. They made O.J. Howard look like a god uh, back on that Thursday night. So Gronk, one of my favorite players in this game here. And then I'm only interested in Keyshawn Vaughn if no Leonard Fournette. And then maybe Brashad Perriman has some deep flex appeal. Go ahead and start that Bucks defense. We know Hurts is turnover, uh, prone to some turnovers here. Le'Veon Bell, interesting. Ronald Jones listed as doubtful. Uh, on the Eagles side, I guess I'm interested in Hurts. Again, he does have you know that 50, 60-yard rushing potential and the ability to throw a touchdown as well. Uh, Goddard, Devonta Smith, the only two guys I want to mess with. We'll see if Sanders plays. So I'm waiting to see. There's still too many questions, I guess, with the Eagles running back situation. But to me, it's coming up Tampa Bay. I'm going to pick the Bucks to win in this one. We'll move on to this. This game is a toss-up. San Francisco at Dallas. It looks like this one is a three-point game for Dallas. 50 and a half total. Uh, let's look at the Cowboys practice reports. Um, the only non-practice guy was Nashawn Wright. Everything else looks good. Tony Pollard full practice, and they got some limiteds here, so they're on the right track. San Francisco, let's see what they got going on. Not practicing, non-injury, Nick Bosa, so a night off for him. George Kittle, Alex Mack, kind of the same thing. The guys not practicing, Elijah Mitchell with the groin or the knee injury, and then Trent Williams not practicing, so we got to monitor those guys. I'm assuming... <clears throat> they're going to see Elijah Mitchell play. Uh, hopefully they're just giving him an extra day's rest. They're going to need him uh, in this one. <clears throat> and then just looking at the fantasy points allowed real quick, the 49ers rank 26 here. So they're pretty steady. The Cowboys do rank, you know, pretty steady as well here. So the running games are going to be a little bit tight. Uh, the quarterback play looks like Dallas ranks ninth. So that's a good matchup here for Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco kind of middle of the road, but I guess in terms of, of matchup advantage to Jimmy G, um, in terms of fantasy points here. I might have to actually edit that. I don't think that looks right. Um, but anyways, let's look at uh, wide receiver here. San Francisco uh, ranking ninth against receiver points allowed. And then Dallas kind of middle of the road. So I slight advantage to the Dallas receivers. And then for tight end, San Francisco ranks 26th. Dallas middle of the road against uh, tight end here at 16th. So nothing too crazy. Uh, but how do we rank these guys? Um so Dak Prescott going to continue to be a top five option for this week. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is fine, uh, but he's more of a quarterback two option. Uh, unless you want to, you know, spend your money elsewhere. That's, that's probably what I would do. Ezekiel Elliott, again, it's a tough matchup, but he's still fringe running back one. You want CD lamb or Amari Cooper, I think in this Sunday slate. And then Dalton Schultz has just been, he, he has boomed when Michael Gallup is not in and we know Michael Gallup's hurt. So Dalton Schultz, pretty good option for tight end this one. Uh, Cedric Wilson, though, don't sleep on Cedric Wilson. And then Tony Pollard, I really do think all these guys are playable for Dallas. Maybe start the Dallas defense, but I'm probably not going to be interested in this one. If you're playing a Sunday defense, pick the Tampa Bay, pick the Chiefs. Again, these are home teams uh, with low point totals in, in the game here. 
Tampa Bay, Kansas City, those are the favorites for defense. On the San Francisco side, I think you want to play Debo uh, for sure. George Kittle's interesting, but sometimes his floor is kind of scary. I almost might prefer Dalton Schultz, uh, but I do like Debo quite a bit. I like Elijah Mitchell if he's able to play. We'll have to watch him for Thursday and Friday. Uh, and then Ayuk and Jennings, these guys are kind of more wild cards. I think if I'm choosing any of these flexes, I want Tony Pollard. Uh, he's probably the safest guy to rack up touches and carries. So super excited about this one. We'll have to monitor Elijah Mitchell, of course. Uh, but to me, it's it's coming up Dallas. But I don't know, man. If San Francisco, if they can establish the run and play their game, they are a tough team uh, to, to get off of their system. But I think Dallas at home, I'm going to give them uh, the advantage here. I think that passing game is going to be too much for the 49ers defense. Now we got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. It still looks like Kansas City favored to win by 12 and a half. 46 total points implied in this one. So I did mention if you're starting a defense on Sunday, it's it's probably Kansas City. These two teams, uh, they actually met up at one point uh, a few weeks ago, and it was not pretty for Pittsburgh. Let's take a look at this. 36 to 10. 36 to 10. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdowns. Daryl Williams, Derek Gore, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, everyone's playing really good football. Byron Pringle, two touchdowns. Hardman, one touchdown. Nothing out of Tyree Kill. I don't even think Travis Kelsey played in this one. That was the COVID game for him. Uh, Najee Harris played well, 93 rushing yards uh, and, a, and a handful of catches here, but just really nothing good happening. Mason Rudolph even got time at the end of this one. So um, let's look at the practice reports real quick. Everybody full. Chiefs are healthy. Dang. This is looking good. Clyde Edwards is limited. I'm assuming he's going to play. Daryl Williams also limited here, so we'll have to monitor those guys. But it looks like they're both on track to play. Uh, Pittsburgh, probably a little bit more dinged up here. Najee Harris did not practice with an elbow injury. I think he's going to be fine. Everything is looking good. This is healthy on both sides, so that's what you want to see. But it's Pat Mahomes. He's probably the quarterback of the day to start. I feel the best about him. Um, and I just think the way, this, the, way the Chiefs – are playing it's been frustrating this year but they're getting a team in pittsburgh where they've they dominated them just a few weeks ago everybody's healthy we expect the chiefs to win it's a 12 and a half point favorite game for them so mahomes makes the most sense here i like Clyde edwards alaire but i don't love him tyree kill travis kelsey expect those guys to bang uh and then pringle hardman and daryl williams those guys are more flex plays i do like pringle pringle has been on fire the last month or so uh and then i really only listed daryl williams because in case edwards can't go i want to play daryl williams because uh, he's probably going to be cheaper priced and start that Chiefs defense. Uh, on the Steelers side, Najee is fine. He's going to be an expensive volume play, and you hope he scores a touchdown. Uh, but really, it's it's probably Deontay Johnson. He's the one guy from the Steelers that I would mind playing. Uh, but I, I don't see this one being close at all. Kansas City should roll. Uh, but who knows? Ben Roethlisberger could have one more trick up his sleeve. Uh, and then we come to the Monday Night Football game. Now, these guys are not going to report injury reports uh, until tomorrow. Um, so I'll just kind of run it down real quick. Uh, the Rams favored to win by four points, 50 total implied in this one. Uh, I think between the two, Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford, we've seen some really fun games between both these guys. I'm probably going to go with, with Kyler Murray here, the rushing attack that he adds. Um, with, with the weapons, Christian Kirk, Zach Gertz, AJ Green, Chase Edmonds, they have been playing well. Um, so I'm, pr I'm probably going to go Kyler Murray just because of the rushing upside. Uh, but James Conner is the clear, better running back, I think, between the two. Sonny Michelle is 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 solid, but I'm, I'm kind of nervous about seeing more Cam Akers uh, on this Monday night game here. So I do like Sonny Michelle, but I'm going to rank Conner over him. 
I'll take Kyler Murray as well. We know the receiver to buy. You, have to, you probably have to lock in Cooper Cup in for your lineup. He destroyed Arizona two times this year. Uh, but I guess Higby, Van Jefferson, Beckham, these guys, again, uh, they're all kind of like boom-bust flex options. I think if I'm looking at them, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to prefer Zach Ertz over Higby as far as tight end. I prefer Christian Kirk over uh, Van Jefferson or Odell Beckham just because he is the de facto number one receiver. Uh, but Van, A.J. Green, Beckham, Edmonds, these guys are kind of all in the same tier. They're all good plays. But again, uh, we kind of know what we're getting into. It's a boom-bust risk option. Um, I, I'm leaning towards maybe using the Rams defense just because Murray has been turnover prone at times. Uh, but for the most part, like I, I really don't want to have to rely on either either of these defenses. I think this could be an old-fashioned West shootout type night. Uh, and then we're just we're watching Cam Akers to see if he plays. So I'm I'm very excited. This one I do feel 50-50 about. I'm going to slightly lean the Rams. <clears throat> we haven't seen Kyler Murray and this team be successful in the playoffs before. So I, I I believe Stafford getting his first playoff win is probably more likely than Kyler Murray. So I'm going to lean with the Rams. I'm going to say Chiefs. Um, this, this one's tight, man. This, I, I could see San Fran doing it, but I'm going to go Dallas. I'll take Tampa Bay. I'm going to take Buffalo, but again, don't sleep on the, on the, the New England Patriots. And then I guess I'm going to go Cincy. So I, I went chalk with all the picks here, uh, but I'm not going to be surprised if we get an upset out of, uh, one of, one of the teams will win Las Vegas, San Fran or New England. So that's where I lie. Uh, I'll probably do a live show on Saturday looking at some player props. So if you guys want to hang out Saturday morning, I'll be doing a, a show for you guys to look at the touchdown props and all that stuff. But I uh, just wanted to pop in real quick, say hello, and do the, the, the midweek preview. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the rest of your week, and we'll uh, we'll see you later. Thank you, much. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs>